a good day to you wherever you happen to be. You're hearing our voices. That means you're tuned in to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And you, it is your show here on EWTN Radio. I'm Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. We have the show team in place. And the only one missing, at least on the phones or via social media or email, is you. It is our whom or what are you praying for show today. So if you have a prayer intention, this is the place to come. That's true, Jerry. Welcome back. We're so glad we missed you. And yes, you picked the perfect show to come back to because it is one of our most popular shows, very active. Why? Because we do believe in the power of prayer. We love to storm heaven together as the mystical body of Christ. And Jerry is right. It's titled, um, uh, it's the question, whom or what are you praying for? It's uh, We do two prayer shows a month, and this is one of them. We, we, we expect all of you to participate. Why? Because we have experienced miracles, folks. We have a lot of praise reports, too. So if you have a praise report, you want to shout out to God, thank you so very much. Now is the time to call in, 833-288-3986. And Jerry, I have to start off the whom or what are you praying for with a very um, serious prayer intention, urgent prayer intention Mm -hmm. for someone who shall be, um, who I'm not going to mention their name. Um, We just really need to pray for this person. This person is very, very lost and causing a lot of issues in a a family. Mm -hmm. And so if we could pray for this person because um, they just need their eyes, you know, just opened and their heart opened a bit to see the bigger picture. Okay. Indeed. All right. That phone number again. Where are you prayer warriors today? 833-288-3986. Debbie makes a great point. If you have a praise report, God has done something. He's moved powerfully, brought a healing, some kind of a miracle. Answer to prayers that you were really looking for. We would love to hear that as well. 833-288-EWTN. 833-288-3986. 3986. You can email your prayer intentions to take two at EWTN.com, and that works with either the number two or the word two spelled out. Take two at EWTN.com. And if you're among the many watching the video streams, hi to you guys on Facebook and uh, YouTube. You can post your uh, prayer intentions there, and our social media manager, Jeff Burson, will get those over to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we do expect to hear from the, the Take-Two family, and what does it mean to be part of the Take-Two family? Well, if you're listening to this show, <laughs> you're part of the family. You don't have to be Catholic, so we truly need you to um, share your requests, your intentions, um, that you would like us to join with you in, in really um, getting a heaven's attention. And it is so beautiful to see the mystical body of Christ come together in that way. So we believe in the power of prayer. We have this prayer book that we've carried since um, since uh, June of 2015. Many books, uh, prayer books, and we have we have experienced so many beautiful. Um, miracles and just we've grown together and and it and Jerry there's strength in numbers so it's time we join together as the body of Christ in prayer indeed 8332883986 Matt Gavinsky is screening calls Ace McKay is our producer today and we got word that Rich Jesse, who is one of the producers and call screeners and fine staff members at EWTN, his daughter Magnolia is having a tonsillectomy today. So please mm-hmm. offer up a prayer for little Magnolia. Pray that all goes well there. I know she'll yes. be experiencing the comfort of Rich 
mm-hmm. and his wife. Oh, the whole beautiful family. family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's such a beautiful, beautiful girl. Oh, I just love her to pieces. Um, but here's what you always get to look forward to with, with the tonsillectomy, right? When it goes well, then you get lots of ice cream and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> Right, you always got to think oh, of yeah. the the <laughs> kind of the the end result of how um, you can um, get through an experience, and we will, and we are praying for Magnolia. And please, folks, please join us. We have Anne, um, who's ready in Buffalo, New York, because I believe Jerry, this is going to be a very fast show because a lot of people have things they're praying for. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the program. Hi, I would just like to praise God and thank Him for a healing of my nephew. Probably about five years ago, um, my nephew was repeatedly going to the emergency room with this intense stomach pain, and they did all the scans, and they had no idea what he what, what he had, and they thought that maybe he had diverticular. He was in his twenties, and um, they the doctor said he's too young for diverticulitis. So they sent him to a colon specialist, and they were going to do a colonoscopy on him, and they essentially did. And they took 27 biopsies of a very inflamed colon mm. and said this is probably Crohn's disease, and it's going to take weeks to get the pathology back. And um, they got the report within one week, and everything came back negative. The condition vanished. Um, I had gone to a healing mass and stood in for my nephew and had them pray for him. And within a couple of days, the reports all came back. They were all negative. The condition vanished, and the doctors were dumbfounded. Wow. Praise God, Ann. Thanks for sharing that. And we often talk about how God is outside of time and space, so he can apply our prayers anytime we pray them for somebody. Similarly, you stood in for your nephew. God can work through that as well. You were kind of a proxy, and God saw your heart and, and all of the hearts of those who were praying for him, <clears throat> Excuse me, and did this amazing, beautiful favor for him. I think that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for sharing this praise report. We need to build confidence in, in the way um, God works um, and the miracles we experience and the healings and the just just the power that God wants to unleash in our lives. And we can experience it through what you did. And um, you stepped in for your nephew. You see, there's, there's all this Holy Spirit momentum behind us. And way to go. Tell your nephew, um, God bless him. That is wonderful. We're so happy for you and your family. Thank you. God bless. God bless you, Anne. Wouldn't you agree with that? That the Holy Spirit is moving and we don't want to stop the Holy Spirit, Jerry. We want to let the Holy Spirit flow. Anne did her part for her nephew. Her nephew healed. It's God's power. It's God's grace. It's God's mercy. It's God's love. It's God's miraculous way, supernatural way. Well, and I hope to take two family. I hope you were really taking that in. And what I do sometimes in prayer, if I have somebody that really needs my prayers, if I go to my prayer time and I'm in front of the Blessed Sacrament, I will say instead of myself, I will say, Jesus, I am fill in the blank. I am this person, that person, really just taking them right there before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. So we're all connected, folks, the vine and the branches. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. 833-288-3986. Great start to our Whom or What Are You Praying For show. Linda is next in Minnesota.
this is our whom or what are you praying for show we do the prayer shows twice a month and so it's it's a very active show very popular because we've got a lot of requests a lot of intentions and we need the prayer support so if you'd like to uh, share a, a deep request or intention now's the time to do it 833-288-3986 um jerry are you waving to the youtube and facebook because they're glad you're back is that it i was actually waving at our one of our ministry team leaders Gigi, who just sent oh, me a text very cool very cool. i thought you were waving at me i was going to wave back to yeah. you but now you're waving to Gigi instead that's good i haven't okay. waved for a few days i need to get these out of my system <laughs> That's true. That's true. But before we get to Linda, as promised, let me just share with our listeners, join a deeper conversation about the most consequential issues facing Catholics today on EWTN News In-Depth with Monsi Alvarado. And, and you can get EWTN News In-Depth delivered right to your email inbox with details on each week's show. Go to EWTN.com slash In-Depth and sign up today. Okay, Jerry. Okay, we're praying with you and for you today, and Linda has a, a call coming up next in northern Minnesota. Hi, Linda. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Jerry and Debbie. How are you two doing? Great, doing Linda. Well. How Thank are you? you? Um, we're hanging tough. This has been a five-year battle with the federal government, and we're finally going to be in court next Friday. Okay. And um, so my husband was arrested and charged with um, offenses, to the federal government due to his employment after 33 years of employment. Mm -hmm. And so I talked to you about a year and a half ago, and it's taken five years to get to court. Mm -hmm. And so in this whole battle, we have completely depleted an entire lifetime of savings. We've literally been relying on friends for strength and energy and a lot of prayer. And I just wanted to beg everybody to, Keep us in their prayers next Friday as we go before the judge to get the final on all of this, because it's been a very long haul. We just we changed our the way we prayed, um, I would say, probably in the last six or eight months when I decided we weren't going to ask God for anything other than his will and his strength to get through whatever He it is he decides that we should walk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know you probably can't get back to us right away next Friday, but when you when things settle and you you know you can email us or call back in because we will really really storm heaven. You you uh, trusted us with these prayers over a year ago, Linda, and um, now's the time where we need to show up strong so that it is. Um, God's will that your family's protected, that you guys can move move past this and get on with your lives in a in a in a joy filled way. So we're going to be praying hard, Linda, and just I, I would also suggest to if you if you haven't done it already, see if you can get a, a relic from your nearest parish, borrow a relic or or something of a very strong sacramental, and bring it bring it with you if you can. Okay, by, by happen chance, my husband came home from church. He works at the church in the school here. Mm-hmm. Um, came home with a relic of St. Jude wow. just the Perfect. other day. And Perfect. It to me. And I was like, oh, cool. We're taking that with us. So, yes. Um, we Go, have, the... Go ahead. We, we actually are at a point where we are feeling pretty confident that um, 
not necessarily that things will go the way we want them to go, but that they'll go the way they're meant to go. And whatever we're supposed to learn from this is what we're going to take away from it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm not sure if you mentioned this, Debbie, but you know, bless yourselves with holy water you know, before you go in there and really be praying. Send your guardian angel, <coughs> guardian angels to the judge and have them work with his guardian angel to really bring about, like you said, Linda, the will of God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I really appreciate Take Two family. I mean, when I talked to you a year and a half ago, it looked pretty dismal. And mm-hmm. as and we did a... My husband and I did a novena to Mary Undoer of Knots, and we started to see things change. And so we prayed a surrender to Jesus and novena, and we prayed a um, consecration to St. Joseph and to Blessed Virgin. And we just really decided that we were going to really use our faith to um, bolster us. No matter what God wants us to do, we're going to find the strength to do it. Right, right, amen. Yeah, I'm in day three or four, Linda, of the Surrender Novena. You probably mm-hmm. heard us talk about that, and you may be familiar with it, Father Delindo Ruotolo. And it just, it's so freeing, actually. I, I didn't realize, I've, I prayed this Novena before, but I'm going through it again right now. And he just talks about closing the, eye, the eyes of your soul and trusting. And it sounds like that's where you are, Linda. That's a beautiful place to be because when you're there, like you said, no matter what happens, you'll receive it from the hand of God and you will learn what you need to learn from it, like you said. So thank you, Linda, for for updating us on that. Thank you, Linda. Keep us posted. Yeah, Yeah. next Friday. Okay, Doris is up next in uh, North Dakota on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Doris. Hi. Hi, Doris. I've talked to you guys in the past a few times, mm-hmm. and I sent a rosary to you guys, so yeah. I don't Thank know if you, you remember me or not. I, sure. I do, actually. I do. Thank you so much. Um, you are such a precious soul to us, and so what is what is happening now? Um, I just want prayers for conversion of my family, friends, and enemies, and the world. Mm-hmm. And also pray against alcohol and drug abuse. I know alcohol is strong in my family, and I've been praying for so many years for this, these issues, and um, I just feel like I need some help. Sure. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Go ahead. I, let me just share something. Yeah. Doris, I'm, I'm sensing that it's, it's, um, it's stealing a little bit of your joy. Um, just by, by, I can hear the heaviness. Um, can you just truly... Um, do it for us because we need to all do it as well. Hang on to that joy. Don't let anything rob you of that and the peace as well. Yes, uh, I'm trying really hard, but it's, it's sometimes I get really down. Right. Sure, sure. And that's going to happen, you know, and just at moments like that, really turn to Our Lady, Our Blessed Mother, and St. Joseph, your guardian angel. And again, that Surrender Novena, Doris, if you haven't heard of it, if you have internet access, just look up Surrender Novena and start praying. It's very short, actually. It's just about a, a small paragraph, followed by you repeat this, the, the prayer, you know, Jesus, you take care of everything 10 times at the end of that. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll have more peace, and God willing, as Debbie said, that joy will start to come back and remain with you, Doris, okay? All right. And I also haven't been able to go to Mass because um, I have some health issues. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't been to Mass for a long, probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But you're you, probably catching it online, right? You're catching it online and doing spiritual communions? Yep, and I also get to receive. Okay. Somebody right. brings communion once Perfect. a week. Perfect. If I, I haven't lost hope. Well, I was just going to ask about that, Doris. It's always the opportunity to have somebody from church bring that to you, and you're already mm-hmm. doing that. So even if you have to miss Mass, like you said, for, for medical or health reasons, you can still get the divine physician, Jesus Christ, in his body, blood, soul, and divinity. So we're happy to hear that you're doing that. Thank you, mm-hmm. Doris. God bless you. Our prayers go with you. Yes, and thank you for the rosaries. Um, we love rosaries. We, uh, Jerry and I, we receive, uh, we're so blessed by the Take-Two family. We receive so many um, cards and emails and gifts. Um, it's hard sometimes for us to get back to each and every uh, Take-Two family member um, individually. So here's a blanket. Thank you from our hearts to yours. We love you guys so very, very much. You guys are amazing. You keep us just really um, going strong in ministry, and that's important. It's our Whom or What Are You Praying For show today, 833-288-3986. Our good friend Tim Mateo says via email at take2 at EWTN.com. I am praying for the passage of the issue in Ohio. I'll mention in a minute what that is. He says, if it fails, the culture of death can easily petition to change the state constitution to make the murder of Mm -hmm. children a constitutional right. And he's talking about a bill that actually would amend the Ohio Constitution. It's the Ohio right to make reproductive decisions, including abortion initiatives. So, Debbie, we're coming up, what are we, three months away from going to the polls and there's going to be a lot of uh, ballot measures and initiatives mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, I was watching the news coverage on um, with Ohio about the situation today. And, you know, it's what, what's really sad is that information is getting out there that's not the truth and people are making their decisions based on that. So we just have to keep speaking the truth. And it's very, it's very important we get it out there with charity and clarity. Um, okay, so Sharon is up next, Jerry, in uh, Actworth, Georgia, listening on our friends at at the at the quest. Hi, Sharon. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. But I do have a special prayer for today. Okay. I'm a first time listener. I uh, recently found your station, and thank I have a, a friend at my church, and her granddaughter um, is very sick. She's four months old. We call her baby Liam, and she um, really had a miraculous birth, but. She's having struggles now, and she's in need of a liver transplant right away. So Mm -hmm. I'm just calling for prayer for her and for her family. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. Um, Sounds like uh, little baby Liam has had quite a a, a life already. Uh, Just like you said, four months old, miraculous birth. You didn't go into detail, but it sounds like, you know, God really had his hand on that. So maybe, Sharon, just let that, you know, whatever God did for baby Liam at her birth, maybe let that be the hope that you stand on, you know, that foundation Mm -hmm. that you build your prayers upon. Um, Pray with confidence. Pray boldly. God loves that little girl so very, very much, mm-hmm. uh, as much, well, obviously more than you all do, which is a lot. We know that. So what mm-hmm. do you think, Deb? I completely agree with you. And we put it uh, again back into God's hands. I mean, because that, that baby uh, came to this 
to this uh, world uh, in a miraculous way. So we we continually um, present her back to God and, and in the sense of what God wills and what God wants for little baby Liam. We trust as hard as it can be, we trust, but she is in need of an immediate liver transplant. So we go big with God. And Sharon, I would encourage you to, to tell all your fellow parishioners, go big, go big uh, for God to respond in a very quick way for little baby Liam. Okay. We do want that donor, and um, I thank you very much for your prayer. Absolutely. Yeah, if, if you if you go to your parish, just at, you know, schedule to have a mass said. You know, it's usually a small stipend of you know ten twenty dollars. That's right. Um, but uh, you have a mass said for Liam. That would be so very powerful. Mm-hmm. All right, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Glad she got through. I, you know, the prayer intentions for the for the little ones. The, the Jesus loves the the children, especially the very small children, so much. So I'm glad mm-hmm. she got through. And it's today. always hard to watch a child who is in need and is suffering. We want that to be fixed immediately. So it's it's very understandable that we have to storm heaven and get. God's attention to help little baby Liam. Okay, Cheryl, our friend Cheryl is up next in Lake Havasu, Arizona on Sirius XM 130. Cheryl, I'm in Gilbert. We're about 111 degrees. You've got to be five degrees hotter. Yes, 110 out here. Oh, wow. Uh, My monastery and also my prayer chain, Our Lady of Hope prayer chain, we have been praying unceasingly that more people will please set up cooling stations for the homeless. Because I don't know if they've heard on the news or not, but a lot of the people that were homeless out of the state in California that have been flocking here to Arizona, and that more people, more of the homeless people, need cooling stations very badly. So we're hoping and praying unceasingly that people will please help by setting up cooling stations at their church or at their homes. Even, for example, like I did, I set up a cooling place for the homeless, for them to set up the tents in my driveway that has an awning, let them use my backyard and let them use my garden hoses, the shower and everything, just for them to be able to have a nice cooling place for them to stay to get out of this hot heat. Mm -hmm. We're even giving out bottled waters, everything that we can to help them. But we do need help. So we're mm. praying unceasingly for that. Yeah. Bless your heart, Cheryl. You've been a friend of the show for a long time, a member of the Take-Two family, via calls to the show and your emails. And so we've gotten to know your heart over the years. And what you're sharing here today is no surprise to me. I'm sure it's not a surprise to Debbie either. So bless your heart for doing that. But yeah, we will pray because I'm sure there is a great need for many more such uh, beautiful, generous souls like yourself and and agencies and and institutions to really be providing these cooling stations. Because, I mean, this this happens every year. It's going to be hot, folks. But there are a lot of people, Debbie, especially, like she said, the homeless, who really, we really need to be much more solicitous Mm -hmm. of them during times like this, I think. Absolutely. And Cheryl, you make a really good point of of, um, just reminding everyone. I think when it's so hot like this, everybody's just trying to survive. And so they're not thinking outside of themselves. And by you calling in and reminding all of us, it lets us you know, forget about what's going on with ourselves for a little bit to help our neighbor, to help that person that is really in need. Because I agree with you, Cheryl, it is very, very hot, unusually hot uh, right now, all around the world, actually. So something is happening and we really have to help each other. Cheryl, you're a beautiful soul. Thank you so much for checking in with us. Beautiful. Okay. Thanks, Cheryl. We have another good member, friend, and member of the Take-Two family. John sent an email to take2 at ewtn.com. And 
all of you listening, you'll be happy to hear this. John says, I'm praying today for the entire Take Two family. You'll all be tucked into my next rosary. God bless, John. Thank you, John. The Take Thank Two family you. is just amazing. Oh, I know. Oh, we have the best. You guys are the best. Okay, so um, we do have more social media coming in. So if you're on YouTube or Facebook, please put your prayer intentions and comments. Uh, Jeff Burson's doing a, just a spectacular job uh, getting all those together. Um, and Jerry will lead us. Um, will lead us in a prayer at the end of the show. And then you guys, the Take Two family, have to continue. Remember that. We, we got to continue. It's not just one prayer and we're done. We keep going. And we'll be right back. So glad you're with us today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. We are going to get to, as Debbie said, some social media. We have a lot more email. There is one prayer line open right now. We say prayer line because twice a month on this show, whom or what are you praying for? And our urgent prayer intentions, uh, usually about a couple weeks apart from each other, we open the lines for you to pray with the world, with us, and we keep you lifted up in prayer, and we ask you to do the same for us. 833 288 Three nine eight six. All right, Diane is in Minnesota listening on Sirius XM one thirty. Hello, Diane. Thanks for waiting. Hi, Gary and Debbie. Thanks for for talking with me. Sure. Um, I guess it was uh, July fifth. I gave you guys a call because I was so overjoyed that my annulment was completed, and I was looking forward to being able to join the church finally and make my first confession and, you know, uh, receive the Eucharist, that, that, that is still my life goal. Um, I've, <laughs> I've had a crushing disappointment since then. Um, it turns out that uh, in the beginning, uh, when I was being interviewed, you know, for uh, filing for an annulment, they neglected to ask me if my husband had been previously married, and it turns out that he was. Mm-hmm. So now he has to go through the annulment process as well. So that'll be another 18 months to, I don't know how long, um, before I can join the church. So there, there's that, uh, which was really upsetting. But uh, <laughs> it's compounded because now my husband this past week was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, no. Yep. So I understand that this, this is a cross that we, we must carry, and I'm willing to carry it. But, man, is it heavy. Yeah. Diane, we are so sorry about these developments, but as you were talking, I just had this overwhelming sense of confidence that God is going to work these things out for you. And, uh, you know, um, the, the thought that came to my mind is, you know, anything really good and beautiful and and amazing like you're being able to receive the eucharist and coming into the church and and your marriage and all of that it's worth the effort it's worth fighting for that's just what came to me right there i'm sure you realize this already you've been through a lot but i just got a sense to, to, to encourage you you know keep fighting for this keep working for it i don't know how 
the uh, the tribunal could have missed asking that question about your your husband, but uh, it, it is what it is right now. But that's just the the word that I sense for you right now, Diane, is just really be strong, courageous, bold, and keep fighting for this. Debbie, mm-hmm. you got um, so, Diane, um, I'm going to put on my life coaching hat, if that's okay with you. Yes, please. I, I need everything I can get right now. Okay. Okay. Diane, it's all how you look at it. It's all how you look at it. This can be a storm that is just crashing all around you, or you can say, wow, we've got a lot that's going on and a lot that's happening, but this is not going to stop our ultimate goal. Um, we are um, coming into the church in full communion. Um, we are going to get past this diagnosis of cancer. This, these are things that are getting in um, the way and it's stopping us uh, for short term, but not, not uh, the ultimate. And so not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is you're coming into the church. Okay. So Diane, you can actually... Um, in some ways, trick your brain into thinking this is the best thing ever. So it's all how you look at it. Okay, it's, it's, it's a strange dynamic. And, and I sensed it immediately when you said um, that they didn't, um, you know, didn't, um, you know, uh, pick up that your husband needed um, an annulment. But then when you said your husband was just diagnosed with cancer, it was like bingo for me. I said, oh my goodness, this is actually a blessing in disguise. Diane, it's the way you and your husband approach this. What I would do if it was me, and let me just share something with you. I have been in, in your situation with an annulment, and I've been in your situation twice with cancer, with your husband, okay, in your husband's situation right now. Okay, so I, I'm coming from um, going through this. I had great priest mentors that told me, Debbie, it's the way you approach it with your disposition. You can maintain the joy, uh, maintain the peace, maintain the excitement and say, this is not going to overwhelm us. This is not going to bring us down. This is not going to make us cry. We are going to rejoice because that that means that the ultimate good, the ultimate great coming into the church is going to happen. It's no different, Diane, than when we work hard or train hard for like a marathon. You go through so much, so much pain, so much suffering, sore muscles, sore everything, a sore back, and then you run the race and you cross that finish line. Diane, it's going to happen for you and your husband. I feel it so strongly in my spirit. Um, Can you give us your husband's first name? Yes, his name is Ron. Ron, okay. Ron. Okay. Can you, can you shift the feeling of sadness and, and being overwhelmed and just turn it slightly and say, nope, this is actually something that is just getting us ready for a bigger joy that's coming. Can you do that, Diane? Yes. You got to work hard at yes. it. Yep. I, I have thought that since, since, uh, since this all came down, I, I just had this feeling like God's doing this for a reason. There's a purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm willing to, to carry this cross as long as we have to, you know, we'll, we'll carry it because I know at the end of this, there's, there's a, something very good that's waiting. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it, it is just so hard right now. It's really, really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, prayers abound, Diane, for you and Ron and from the Take-Two family around the world. We don't even have to ask them, Diane. When they hear you on the air right now, they have already sprung into action and are praying. And we will be doing likewise. And we pray, we hope that you will be able. Uh, we know it's going to be a busy uh, coming you know, days and months for you mm-hmm. and Ron. But if you can keep us posted, even with a quick email, we would love to kind of see how things are going. And if we need to kind of tweak our prayers or right. increase them or anything like that. So if you can, let, let us know how it's going, okay? And, and Diane? If you get it to a point where it, you start to dip, you and your husband, Ron, you start to dip, email us at, at I agree with Jerry, take two at EWTN.com, and I will personally respond and remind you to stay above this, okay? Okay, you need that support around you, Diane, and list other people around you that are going to constantly remind you to, to keep your head high and stay above the storm, Okay. Will do, will do. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Diane. Uh, That will free up a line, and it is whom or what are you praying for today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, 833-288-3986. We would love to get to your prayer intention and let the Take Two family around the world be lifting up you and whatever is important to you, 833 And and you know, Diane's call was a good reminder to everyone. When you are filling out paperwork, whether it's RCIA or for annulment paperwork or to register or to, you know, uh, for sacraments, please sit with somebody and disclose everything. Even if they don't ask the questions, disclose everything. I worked at the parishes and you did as well, Jerry, um, at the parish level for over 25 years. And I will tell you so many things uh, get missed or don't get asked because there's a lot of people that the parish is dealing with. So please disclose everything, like over communicate. Wouldn't you say that's better? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they may come back to you and say, well, we didn't need to know this, but it's harder when they come back and say, we did need to know this. And we didn't, you didn't, we didn't, we didn't get that from you. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah. It's a thorough process. There's a lot of details to annulments and RCIA and things like that. Yeah, a lot of paperwork, a mm-hmm. ton of paperwork. Okay, um, let's hear what Lorraine has to say in Massachusetts on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hello, Lorraine, your prayer requests today. Oh, hi, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. And thank you so hi, much Lorraine. for your ministry and all the prayer warriors. Um, I belong to a rosary group, and also I'm on a prayer line. <clears throat> but um, one of the people in our rosary group, her name is Allison. She's in her 50s, early 50s, I think. She lost her cancer. She lost her kidney 10 years ago to mm-hmm. cancer, and now the other kidney has cancer. Oh, no. And Yeah, and so she's a school teacher, but she's unable to go back teaching due to the treatments, and she's having also some lung issues. So um, she's hoping to make it to Lourdes, and um, it just breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Bob also has kidney cancer. Uh, We've been praying for him, but I don't know. uh, I don't know what his status is right Mm -hmm. now. And then I just got an email for prayers for um, an unborn child, little Thea, T-A-T-A. She's had, um, excuse me, she's had two brain bleeds. Oh, no. And um, they so they don't know what the outcome will be when she is sure. born. Sure. Um, so okay. they request prayers. And can I we, squeeze in one more? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> okay, Margaret. Margaret's oh. daughter drowned 
two years ago at the mm-hmm. age of nine or so. And now Margaret um, has, she has an eight-year-old son, and, and she's struggling, and they can't find out what's wrong with her. And she's the most um, faithful, holy person I think I've ever met. And she's, mm-hmm. she's accepting mm-hmm. it. She wants her um, purgatory on earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and Lorraine, we put you in the book and, and, and your uh, personal intentions as well. Um, real quickly, I have to share this because you said that, um, is it is it Allison that's trying to travel to Lourdes? As if she is unable physically to travel to Lourdes um, for some healing, you know, you, Our Lady of Champion in Wisconsin, I don't know if that's, you know, easier for her to get to, but that's that's an approved... Uh, Marian apparition. So I don't, I don't, I mean, sometimes when people are so ill, they can't travel internationally. We have a, an amazing, um, you know, miraculous event that happened right in Wisconsin. Uh, is she aware of that, Lorraine? I don't think so. Uh, right now, she, she does pretty good, you know, getting around. I mean, okay. she's very tired and what have you, but you know, I'm glad you said that because I was trying to contact the Knights of Malta mm-hmm. to yeah. see if maybe they could help her with yeah. Lord. Yeah. Well, check into Our Lady of Champion in Wisconsin and re- and maybe um, search the um, their website and their hours and everything and how to get there because I I just I was there. It's amazing, absolutely amazing, Lorraine. Oh, that's good to know. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much, Debbie. You're welcome. Well, and also, Lorraine, you can bring Lourdes to Allison, actually. There's, there's, there are resources where you can get you know, Lourdes water that is from the grotto there. Um, you know, um, probably uh, I would say there are a lot of religious good stores or other, other sources to be able to find. Just do an Internet search for where, where can I get Lourdes water, mm-hmm. and you might be able to do that as well because it's uh, not always easy to get there. I, I actually took a trip. I was sponsored by a member of the Order of Malta, and I went with the Malads, the, the sick people. Uh, that was about right back around 2006. So mm-hmm. we'll pray that Allison can get there, Lorraine, but if not, maybe find a way to bring Lourdes to her. And as far as little Thea... Go to St. Gianna, St. Gianna Beretta Mola. Um, she was pregnant. She went to the hospital. She knew it was going to be a difficult delivery. And she even said, you know, they may have to save the life of one of us or the other. And she says, absolutely save the life of my baby. The baby was born. And then seven days later, St. Gianna Beretta Mola died of septic peritonitis. So mm-hmm. um, she is the, one of the patron saints of the unborn. So go to St. Gianna, Lorraine, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate both of you so much. Oh, Most welcome. Thank you, Lorraine. We love you. Thank you. Sharon in Livermore, California, Sirius XM 130 is the way Sharon is listening. Sharon, your prayer request, please. Hi. Hi. Um, I um, didn't share this with your, with your screener because I didn't think of it until I've been listening to everybody. But um, we have a ton of people in the family that have cancer and friends and family. And I myself uh, was just diagnosed with breast cancer and I'm awaiting surgery. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a granddaughter who fell off monkey bars and broke both arms. Mm-hmm. She's five and a half. And she has been having a very tough time being very active, dealing with all of this. Mm-hmm. And there was a chance that she was going to have to have surgery. And I was waiting for the results of my breast biopsy, and um, and I told the Lord I would be willing to be a victim of soul for my granddaughter, so that she would not have to have surgery if that would help. And um, 
she didn't, she answered that prayer. She didn't have to have surgery. But I also found out that that I had breast cancer at that moment. And I felt that the Lord had answered my prayer mm-hmm. in that respect as well. And, um, and it's very small, so I still feel it's a blessing that I could go through this and suffer this for them, but it'll still be okay. But the thing that I had wanted to mention in the first place was we had a friend that had very bad uh, cardiac genes, bad heart. He was always having problems with it and having stents and things put in, and he had gotten so bad that the doctors really didn't feel there was anything they could do for him. They were going to try once more, and he was practically at death's door and would be a cardiac cripple if they couldn't do this. And I was inspired to ask the souls in purgatory to pray for him as well with me, you know, for this, this, uh, please, if the Lord would will it. And, and while he was on the table, the, the, the docs found a way to help him. And I felt, you know, that the, that our prayers were answered. And I, there's a Mariologist, I can't think of his name right now, but, um, he promotes the Lady of All Nations, and he had said one time, supersize your prayers by asking the souls in purgatory and all the saints and angels to pray, and that it works. And I've been doing that ever since, and it really, really works. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Well, you're very right, Sharon. That's a prayer resource that we don't often tap into. That We know that the souls in purgatory cannot pray for themselves or merit anything for themselves, but they can indeed pray for us. We are all still spiritually connected. We know we have the church triumphant in heaven, the church militant on earth, and the church suffering in purgatory, and there is no way to disconnect us from each other. So mm-hmm. that, is, uh, that is really fantastic. And the way you you offered God, you know, that is so Christ-like, and it's really a heroic thing that you did, Sharon, by saying, you know, let me suffer, let me have something in my life, let me be a victim soul for my granddaughter. That is just one of the most beautiful things a human being could ever do. What does it say in the Bible? Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his mm-hmm. friends. So Yeah. Your love is uh, so enormous for your family, Sharon, and God sees that. That is a wonderful thing, but we're, I agree with you. Let's go big. Let's go big. Let's enlist um, all of heaven's support around you and your family. Um, that's what we get to do. We get to go big. If we go small with God, it says that, you know, we don't think he's capable of doing certain things. He's capable of everything and that much more. So let's go for it, Sharon. Okay. We're with you on this. Thank you. All right. Amen. Bless your heart. Catholic Answers Live is Monday through Friday night, 6 p.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. The great host, Cy Kellett, takes your calls and talks with some of the leading apologists and theologians in the church today. And today is an open forum with Catholic Answers uh, um, Director of Apologetics, Tim Staples. That's Catholic Answers Live. Two hours of it on most of these EWTN stations, 6 p.m. Eastern right here on EWTN Mm -hmm. Radio. Look at Minnesota Go, Jeff in Duluth, Minnesota on EWTN.com. Jeff, your prayer intentions, please. Hi, yes, I've been through a lot. Um, I'm praying for infidelity, and it was done on my part. Um, My story is um, about two and a half years ago, my wife and I have been married for 17 years, and we have two beautiful girls at the time, and we were pregnant with a, a baby boy, and we lost the pregnancy at 37 weeks. Um, and then her brother, who is my best friend and also a father figure to her and a grandfather figure to my uh, kid, but, um, he had a heart attack and was placed on ECMO for a month, so we weren't able to mourn 
the baby's death, and then he passed away, and then COVID started, mm-hmm. and then I started an antidepressant because I couldn't couldn't help anybody anymore. I was just kind of rock bottom. I felt so bad. I was drinking too much, and um, so I started antidepressants, and it put me like rock bottom. I felt like I was in hell for a little bit, and then I slowly kind of felt a little bit better, but I, I didn't realize I was becoming more and more numb and more bitter, angry, and resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after two and a half years, um, it was approaching the anniversary of our, our son Owen's death, and we had a, another baby, a beautiful baby boy, Joseph, who just turned two. Um, but uh, I, I, I decided to go off the antidepressant, and I quit suddenly. My wife's a pharmacist, and we talked about it, and then... Uh, it was the anniversary of our son Owen's stillbirth, and we were in church um, in the crying room, and all of a sudden it just felt like everything was lifted off of me, pulled off of me, all the bitterness, anger, resentment, all the numbness. I felt at peace with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was God giving me a miracle at the time, and I was feeling really vulnerable. But I think that the devil had a big part in it, too, because I, I started just fighting with everybody for some reason. I, I felt like I was just, like, king of the mountain, I was invincible, visions of grandeur, and I started talking to this girl who I was only friends with, and mm-hmm. I convinced her to, to end her relationship, and to, to and I was leaving mine, and we met, and then our marriage was pretty much over. We had been fighting for so long. Anyway, my wife like very understanding, and she was trying and trying so much, and I didn't want any part of it, and that's not my character at all. Um, and I ended up being with this, this girl... And then my, my wife, she had filed an order for protection against me because of the way I was acting. And I fought it in court, and I lost my kids, and I haven't seen my girls for five months. And I started talking to my wife again because she amended it so we could talk about the kids because mm-hmm. um, it was against her, too, or me. Um, and so she amended it, and then we started talking about more than that and our marriage and stuff. And then I had a realization that, what am I doing I don't care if what was going on with my marriage. This is not worth it. And the, the girl that I was with was very sweet, very nice, you know, treated me very well, but it just wasn't, wasn't right. So right now I'm going to daily mass and I'm in Duluth, Minnesota. I'm trying everything I can to go back to God so I can, and I think everything else should fall into place after Good. that. Okay, so we're going to pray that you continue on that great path, Jeff, and that also you and your wife, maybe you can get um, some help, some professional help uh, to heal um, your marriage and family. Hit the reset button and and, and do things right uh, according to God's will. Um, Jeff, we're going to p- pray for that strength in you and um, that wonderful heart of your wife for the continued forgiveness she is going to have and uh, will heal. Um, You know, families can heal through the power of prayer. So we got to stay focused. So we will, we will take that on Jeff. Absolutely. Keep us posted. Uh, Jerry, we're getting close to the end of the show where you, you are going to um, lead us in prayer. I just want to make sure uh, that, that Michaela and, and Selma and Lori and Lorna and everyone on, on uh, Facebook coming in real fast, Pam and Monica, uh, we've got all of your intentions uh, in the book. So don't worry about that, Jerry. Okay. Well, we have time for another, hopefully, a call or two. Mike is in Cleveland listening on The Rock. Hello, Mike. Hi, guys. Uh, hey. First of all, thank you so much for your ministry and hard work. Uh, this program is wonderful. Thank you. Um, thank I you. would ask today uh, that people pray to give the people of Ohio the wisdom as to how to vote for Issue 1. Mm-hmm. Issue 1, will, if it 
passes will make constitutional amendments require a 60% approval in lieu of a simple majority. Voting is today. Uh, Why is this important? There is a November ballot issue to enshrine abortion into our Constitution by a simple majority, like what happened in Michigan last year. So I simply pray that God's will be done. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mike, absolutely. Um, We have to believe Mm -hmm. God's will would be for this, uh, you know, this this abortion, this encroachment, further uh, taking us down that culture road of the culture of death would not happen. So we will pray for God's will to be done. Absolutely, Mike. And thanks for bringing that to our attention. a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of such, uh, you know, things to vote upon in the coming days, mm-hmm. weeks, and months. And like he said, this is coming up, I think he said tomorrow. So that's very Well, and I just, Mike, thank you for calling in and, and, and reminding us in prayer and to get the truth out there so people know what they are exactly voting for. Because when I was watching the news coverage this morning, people are very confused. You can tell. They're just believing what the next person is saying, and that's that's not right. So we're going to also pray for all of you who have the ability to get get it out there, the truth that you guys get it out there in a very strong and quick way, Mike. Okay? Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Debbie you and Jerry. It. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's pray. Absolutely. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Almighty Father, we thank you for your gift of life, the gift of, of faith. Thank you for EWTN, this platform that we have to come together as a listening family and offer our prayers with each other and for each other. Please, Father, everyone who has listened today, everyone who's posted on social media, email, text, anything like that, just take all of those prayer intentions, answer them according to your perfect will, and we will we will know then that you are very caring and loving and watching over us every second of the day. So we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Please bless the Take-Two family around the world, and may we all know your great love and peace and joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, and Jerry, I believe that the, what Mike was referring to about the vote, I believe it's taking place today. We're oh, getting today, messages. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're getting messages yeah. coming in that it's today. So yeah, okay. um, it's, we got to go quickly on that. Um, uh, okay. Uh, so let me um, let me just share real quickly, Jerry, tomorrow's topic. When do you wish you had taken action? When do you wish you had taken action? Wow, that's going to be a powerful show tomorrow. We're so glad that Jerry Usher is back with us. This was, we missed Yay. him. <laughs> Yay! And you get your, Jerry's getting a lot of uh, waves on YouTube and Facebook. So uh, thank you to the Take Two family. Now keep praying. Rosaries, adoration, go to Mass, do whatever you can to storm heaven for the body of Christ. Okay, that is that's an important work. And we have seen miracles, so let's keep them coming through prayer. And that's uh, tomorrow, Jerry, is our show on, on when you wish you had taken action. Okay. Thanks to Matt and Ace and Jeff, the show team. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Most of all, thank you, Take Two family. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, pray for us. <laughs>